Hello and welcome to the first Checkpoint Recap for Dice Functional's second Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Still unnamed, but the party is working on that. I can promise you that. This summary will cover sessions 1 through 15, so you can jump right in at session 16 with us. Let's get started, shall we? Our campaign opens on a party hosted at the Reyes Estate, a grand mansion on a large plot of land in southern Eques. Roy Rufino Roberto Rodriguez Reyes II, the host, is a tall, wealthy man who looks a bit like Keanu Reeves and is 100% an asshole. The first two players we meet are Darius Bariate and Asher Irons, who arrive at the party together. Darius is a tall, drow investigator, serving as Asher's bodyguard. She has a baby blanket draped over her shoulder like a sash and a harsh scar around her throat. Asher is a human artificer with flaming red hair and a forearm prosthetic made to look like a porcelain skeletal arm and hand. Notably, he is the romantic partner of Roy's daughter, Maya, and also regularly upkeeps her prosthetic leg. Next, we are introduced to two members of the carnival that is providing entertainment to the party at the estate. Tana Hawthorne is the newest addition to this carnival. She is a mysterious, honey-colored herringon monk with a trickster streak from the Feywild. Castella Jovel Mastel, or Kaz for short, is a storm genasi rogue and a tightrope walker with a kleptomaniac streak. She usually carries around an umbrella that hides a rapier, and she has a familiar named Ruben, who is a tiny white monkey. Last but not least, we are introduced to a group of three party crashers. Vizzy is an unusual drow in that she is entirely and extremely pale. She is a druid from an isolated society up north, out in the world for the first time. Rot is an elf warlock who is constantly wearing a wooden mask, carries a talking glaive named Cause, and has a white ferret familiar named Frog. He hopes to find an ancient book in the Reyes library. The final figure introduces herself only as Granny, an aged human gunslinger with silver hair and clothes like a cowboy. Both she and Fizzy are crashing the party in order to free a lightning elemental that is powering the mansion. With the party at the mansion winding down, some of the players band together impulsively to free the lightning elemental trapped in the basement, leaving the house completely in the dark. A ferocious thunderstorm rolls in, trapping everyone at the estate, and it is not long after that that Roy is murdered inside his locked office. As a literal private investigator, Darius takes the lead on the investigation. The other members agree to work with her, splitting into groups to investigate the murder scene, search the rest of the mansion, and interrogate the numerous suspects. Meanwhile, Rot finds his book in Roy's office. It's the correct book, judging from the age, but unfortunately, it's completely blank. Through their investigation, the party digs up Reyes's many dirty secrets and discovers the murderer. Reyes and his business partner Amador Bello, a dwarven judge from Northern Eques, had been running a scam related to dyed fabrics. When Roy wanted to both expand the fraud and tie his name to it, and wouldn't listen to reason, Amador shot him with a shotgun that was disguised as his walking cane, dug the bullet out of Roy's heart, and stabbed him through with a silver stake that belonged to Roy's grandfather. The party confronts Amador, but determines they cannot hand him over to law enforcement. Due to his status as a judge in the north of Eques, a murder in the south of Eques would likely spark a civil war. Most of them are not happy about this, but as part of the deal, Amador promises to use his power to pardon them and any of the other carnies whenever possible. This choice, however, also means that Asher must lie to his partner and Roy's daughter, Maie, 
right to her face. However, she sees right through this lie and is understandably greatly upset. While not broken up with White yet, Asher's relationship is not looking great. Law enforcement arrives in the morning, and one Lieutenant Marceau tells the party that as the top suspects, they must stay in the nearby city of Guerin until the investigation is complete. Not wanting to get needlessly detained, the party obeys and rides back to the city in Asher's cart, a magical self-driving cart that's bigger on the inside. The party explores the city for a while until Darius is pulled aside by an Akhtiar, an elite member of the elven military. She tries to uphold the party's lie, but the sees right through her. They strike up some kind of deal in secret, and the party is now off the hook. Rot discovers that by bleeding on his new blank book, the book in turn will supply information related to whatever type of magic user the person is. Pretty cool. Soon, the party hears about a farmer in need who claims to be scared of strange large rats in his root cellar. The party agrees to help, and upon heading to the farm outside of Geron, is ambushed by bandits. Who could have seen that coming? The party discovers that the real farmer and his wife have been kidnapped and taken east to the outskirts of a town called Sion. They also discover that the command to do so came from someone in the family. A criminal group led by a Goliath named Oriol Merkstall, whose top members are orphans he had adopted and raised. Sion is a decent sized town, and the party finds out that the bandits are camped in the woods to the south. Kaz scouts ahead and sneaks into the bandit camp alone, taking out a few of those bandits before the rest of the party moves in for an outright fight. One bandit tells them about the abandoned underground fortress below them and points to the entrance hidden inside of a large tree. However, before the party head down, they see a cloaked man at the top of the tree who lights his sword ablaze in green flame and runs through the air to retreat. In the fortress below, the party successfully kills or subdues the remaining bandits and rescues the farmer and his wife. They had evidently been tortured and used as bait to try and get the party to rush in. In the fortress, the party also finds a bag of holding inside a magical chest that has a severed shriveled arm holding onto it. When they turn the bag inside out, seven corpses, each a different race, fall out. They had apparently been murdered around 50 years ago, all in the same manner. Not wanting to leave the bodies behind, they bundle them back into the bag of holding, gather their bandits, and head back to Geron in Asher's cart. Meanwhile, the now Captain Marceau lets them know that they've arrested Don, Kaz's uncle and retired thief, for stealing something from the Reyes estate. Darius, Kaz, and Tana visit him in his jail cell. Don claims he did it, but cannot say what it is that he stole or how he got it. Darius can tell he's lying and tries to help, but Don insists on letting him take the fall. Of course, that's not this adventuring party's style. So the party decides to check out the scene of the crime themselves, which means returning to the Reyes estate, where Maya will definitely not be happy to see them. Still, they managed to see the scene and even provide some comfort to the young lady. Through their investigation, they're able to determine that the person who did this was likely a shape changer and very much not Don. But Don is the fall guy. In order to prove Don's innocence and secure his safety, the party must find the actual culprit. This means that their next stop is Villavelle for magic items and then onwards to Thornhurst, the traveling city of criminals. And that's what happened in sessions 1 through 15 of this campaign. Join us in session 16 as we head straight to a literal den of criminals. What could possibly go wrong? We hope you've enjoyed this recap and hope to see you in our next session. Until next time.